When it's time to seed grass, fertilize turf, or add a pop of color to your yard, Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered with unbeatable deals on lawn and garden essentials. Find value on everything you need in-store or online at farmandfleet.com. The Dairyland Initiative is an online resource with ideas and recommendations on how to keep cows comfortable. In turn, this helps cows stay healthy, keeps them productive, and helps keep the dairy industry booming. Nigel Cook heads this initiative. He's a professor in food animal production medicine, and he's the chair of the Department of Medical Sciences at the vet school. Nigel, can you give us a deeper dive as to what the Dairyland Initiative is? Uh, Well, Dairyland Initiative is a web-based resource uh, for dairy producers and their consultants to help them make the best possible decisions when they're building facilities for uh, dairy cattle, whether that's heifers, calves, uh, steers, or adult dairy cattle. And it was kind of born from some frustrations in the industry of producers just not having access to to good information and builders just building what they built the last time because they thought it worked with no sort of science-based information to help sort of guide decisions to make sure that we were doing the right thing for the cow. Uh, and that's the sort of center of this is welfare-friendly housing, being uh, making sure that our cows are looked after properly, cared for, and, and live in an appropriate facility where they can thrive. So does it live just on social media? No, my outreach specialist, Courtney Halbach, uh, kind of deals with our, our social media uh, component to this, but it, it's a website that you have free access to because of our commercial sponsors. This is not part of UW Extension. It's all due to the, the kindness of uh, our industry partners that think what we're doing is a good job. So uh, Saputo and uh, Zimpro and PDPW and lots of others that are kind of listed up there have really supported us over the years to make that freely available. So we put it out there on social media to just get the conversation going, but it's really a web-based resource that lives on a website where people can visit the website and see pages dedicated to freestall design, ventilation, cooling, best surfaces for cows, things like that. Um, and uh, about twice a year, in spring and fall, we do workshops. Uh, so we train industry consultants, producers, whoever wants to attend, and we focus on individual aspects of, of housing uh, and management. usually get about 60 people each one of those workshops, so that turns into a great discussion as well because we can have producers sat with uh, engineers, uh, sat with veterinarians, trimmers, you know, everybody involved in the industry who may have slightly different perspectives, they can uh, really uh, have good conversation with each other. And, and our workshops do put people to work. We get them to think about and actually design and critique different buildings. So they're fun. When is the next workshop? Uh, next workshop uh, will be in the fall. Uh, we haven't exactly decided the date yet, but it's usually somewhere around uh, expo time. So we usually try to keep it close to World Dairy Expo. And we'll be having a day on uh, designing positive pressure tube systems for calves and adult cattle and a day on automated milking system design. So most recent focus has been on uh, AMS units and milking cows with robots and trying to make sure that we design those facilities to optimize animal welfare. So cow comfort, I mean, why is that the main subject? 
It's certainly been a passion of mine over my career. I've been uh, focused on cow comfort for over 20 years because it's just really essential for cows to rest. They're, they're busy creatures. Their metabolic rate is the equivalent of a, a human being doing the Tour de France. They, they work very hard and we have to make sure that they have adequate rest and uh, we keep them comfortable. It's actually very difficult to do that at pasture. Can you imagine being a, a pasture cow in the last uh, few days, 90 degrees, hard to provide water and shade and cooling in those environments? So we've switched to housing and uh, housing provides that uh, better, uh, more comfortable environment. But in doing that, we expose cows to things that they weren't designed for, like concrete floors. So it's essential that we give them the time they need to rest and recuperate. And that means lying down in a a comfortable, well-designed stall, designed so they can get up and down freely without hurting themselves with a really cushioned surface. So we've been big proponents of, of sand bedding. So our cows get to the to live on a beach and enjoy uh, lying down on comfortable sand that conforms to their bony prominences and elevates their resting times to about 12 hours a day. So busy dairy cows get to lie down for about half the day, which obviously is more than we humans do, but they need to do that because, again, they're, they're working exceptionally hard for us. So keeping cows comfortable is important for health and milk production, but is this something consumers are looking for as well? I think if uh, I'm a consumer of dairy products, I want to make sure that those products come from animals that are, uh, are well cared for and that the food that I'm consuming is safe. And so that's really, uh, as a veterinarian, I'm, I'm very much focused on, on that. But yes, the, the, the joy and the, the good thing about cow comfort is when you look after the cow, she typically rewards us with better health and performance, which is good for the uh, the owner uh, and the, the dairy producer. So it's really been a win-win for for everyone. So as a consumer, yeah, being able to see cows lying down, uh, resting without exposure to temperature extremes, without being lame, with uh, walking with a sore foot, um, you know, without suffering periparturient diseases, uh, problems related to birth, necritis, uh, ketosis, all of these things we've been able to dramatically reduce by providing cows a, a comfortable place to rest, sufficient space to eat, uh, and uh, a controlled environment where they're not uh, cold or heat stressed. And, and uh, kind of that's the reality of, uh, of dairying and what we try to do to help our producers become uh, efficient and profitable. That's obviously important for our state. Um, but again, as a consumer, I, I want to make sure that the the food that I'm consuming comes from animals that are well, well cared for. And I, I can say Wisconsin has a dairy industry that really is second to none in the world. And I've traveled to the majority of countries globally talking about cow comfort. And I've been able to use Wisconsin as an example because of the great things that our dairy producers have been able to do over the last 10 years or so. Nigel, you mentioned that, you know, the people that get involved or follow uh, the Dairyland Initiative are within the industry. Do you have non-farm people or non-agriculture people that tune in and, and follow you guys? Uh, oh, yeah. Um, we, we certainly uh, are open to our, 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 our website is free access. So we, we keep, uh, you know, a track of, of, of who visits that. And certainly we've got, um, you know, 20 plus thousand users uh, globally. And uh, many of them will be uh, non-farm people. I've, I've just been most recently involved in 
a discussion in Sweden because they have very much a, a, a grazing focus. And uh, many uh, non-farm people have been involved in that discussion, and that's been on uh, social media and being able to engage them in debate and, you know, try to make sure people are aware of what's going on. I think we, we make base assumptions about, you know, cows being grazing animals and living at pasture being super important. And that may or may not be the case. Uh, certainly it is a wonderful sight seeing cows out at pasture on a nice sunny day consuming grass, but it's also important for them to have access to feed, a place to rest, a place where they're not exposed to temperature extremes, extreme cold and extreme heat, which unfortunately is a function of the climate in some situations, i.e. here in Wisconsin. Uh, if you're in a more temperate climate, such as the South Island of New Zealand, grazing is a, is a great way to manage cows, but there are other ways of managing cows that cows are very tolerant of. They're very flexible creatures. They're amazing animals. They can adapt to a wide variety of different management uh, management systems. That's what's made them so successful. But we also have to look after them, and, and you can make mistakes, and that's what we've tried to uh, prevent uh, in building facilities that make sure that the cows thrive, because that wasn't always the case, uh, and still isn't in some parts of the world. Mistakes are still made where they can uh, the facility can have a harmful effect on the cow, and our job is to make sure that we, we limit that and make sure that producers have access to all the good information that they need to make the right choices. We highlight Wisconsin, but you're really spreading the news all over the place. Oh, absolutely, yeah. I've been to you know, South America, Europe, uh, just finished writing guidelines for uh, the Australian dairy industry so that they can house uh, cattle better because they're kind of having to move cattle from a grazing um, situation into a housing situation. Again, there's all sorts of reasons for that, including, you know, um, department, DNR doesn't like uh, manure runoff running into streams and things. So, you know, environmental protection often governs some of these, you know, changes. So they're going through that and we're helping them over there uh, navigate that. And I just, as I mentioned, Sweden, um, the mm-hmm. Swedish dairy farmers are also going through this transition and you know, there's a lot of you know a lot of debate when that occurs because it's kind of a difficult step to to take. And that's Nigel Cook, chair of the Department of Medical Science at the Vet School. The Vet School has housed the Dairyland Initiative since 2010, and you heard it from Nigel, who says, "Join the conversation on cow comfort on social media and the website." For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Stephanie Hoff.